Good morning, Nova Nation. Happy Friday and welcome to another edition of the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. We are also currently live streaming today's show on our WXVU YouTube channel. Here is what is coming up over the next hour. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving and we describe the perfect dinner spread and throw around some holiday hot takes in our Twitter poll question. This week, Villanova celebrated its 48th annual Hunger and Homelessness Awareness Week, and Kathy Wynn, a HHAW representative, stops by at 8.15 to talk about it with us. Were you one of the unlucky ones who couldn't get a Taylor Swift ticket off Ticketmaster? Our Pennsylvania governor-elect wants answers. And at 8.45, Christine Nass and Ellen Haggerty will stop by to preview what you can expect tomorrow at the Jake Nevin Fieldhouse for the Intercollegiate Irish Dance Festival. I'm David Schpansky. I'm Sarah Noble. I'm Chris Kokinos. And I'm Maggie Kleinseth. Jumping right into the Morning Roar news update, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who shattered the marble ceiling to become the first woman to lead the U.S. House, announced Thursday that she will step down from party leadership. When she first entered Congress in 1987, there were only 12 women in the Democratic caucus, and now there are 90. Her decision comes a day after Republicans officially won control of the chamber in the 2022 midterms and three weeks after the violent assault on her husband Paul at their San Francisco home. Continuing with some more local news, Radnor Township officials approved a resolution this week to be recognized as a bird town through the Pennsylvania Ob- Dubon Council. Phil Whitmer, Vice President of Birdtown, Pennsylvania, said Birdtown works with local governments with a team of volunteers in each municipality to encourage people to plant native plants. Now, this is now the 11th year that Radner has held this impeccable designation. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. And talking about birds, well, let's talk about turkey. Guys, it's Thanksgiving week. What's the ideal Thanksgiving dinner spread looking like for you guys? I don't know, hot take? I don't really like stuffing. That is the hottest take I think I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't necessarily (laughs) completely... I mean, it's okay, but if it wasn't there, I wouldn't be completely upset. I mean, I like stuffing, but it's not... It's not like a necessity for me, but I understand. Well, I just found out, okay, so my family does not put anything in the stuffing, but I found out that like, well, no. So what is, what okay, is no, the Okay, no, what I mean by that is, <laughs> like for instance, in one of my classes, uh, one uh, of the students is from Maryland, and his family puts crab meat into the stuffing. Oh, that's, that's actually so, kind of cool. And then I also found like other people with sausage. That's what I mean. I, I mean like meat or additional things into stuffing. So I, I was unaware of that. So I didn't know if that was just like maybe Philadelphia doesn't put anything in it. Should we put cheesesteak in the stuffing? I'm being, I'm exaggerating. But, <laughs> that could yeah. be fun. That could be fun. Cheesesteak in it? I don't know about creative. that. I can get behind, <laughs> get behind that. I don't know about that one. I'm, I'm not the biggest cheesesteak guy, but I'm also not the biggest Thanksgiving guy. So like turkey's the best thing out there. Stuffing. It's good. It's not outstanding. Mashed potatoes, good. Not outstanding. I don't know. Thanksgiving's just kind of mid. No. Oh, Thanksgiving <laughs> is literally the best. Like, there's nothing better than just being completely full and taking that post, like, nap. Oh, like, yeah. That post-meal nap, you know? That's, I know. That's what yeah. I'm looking <laughs> but I just feel like Thanksgiving, this is kind of getting into the next discussion question here. I feel like Thanksgiving is Christmas light. Like, it's just the pre-show to Christmas. There, there's really nothing going on there. It's just, I agree. 
you're getting together with the family, so maybe you don't have to do it over Christmas. That's that's how I'm seeing it. I feel like it's a last chance opportunity for a lot of people to try to get an idea of what they want to give as mm-hmm. presents, yeah. kind of get like an idea. So I, but yeah, I agree. I think Thanksgiving is like the pre pre game show for Christmas. <laughs> I feel like it's good. I feel like if you like want to split your time between people, it's like an excuse to be like, oh well, we can't see you at Christmas, but we'll see you at Thanksgiving. Exactly. It's also the green light to start like getting in the Christmas spirit. That's yeah. what I, so that gets us right into the next question. When is it too early to play Christmas music? Me and Nick were talking about Halloween. this. <laughs> That's when we're starting? No, I don't know. Like people have started like you go into Target after Halloween and it's all Christmas stuff. And That's insane. Like, That's insane. Like I'm that sorry. That's insane. Yeah. I feel like they move it up like every single year. So then it'll be summertime and there'll be like Christmas stuff in the store. So I I know I'm in the minority on this, but I think Christmas music should start the day after Halloween. Like we put up all of our Christmas, or I put up the Christmas decorations in the apartment the day after Halloween. My roommates wanted to kill me, but that's just how it works. I don't know. As as like I get closer to Thanksgiving, it, after Thanksgiving for me. Yeah, after me too. Thanksgiving. Also, this year it was like 70 degrees. Yeah, that was a problem. Like, <laughs> I'm not ready to get in the Christmas spirit when I'm outside sweating. Yeah, I agree. I think right about now is perfect because I on the radio actually a lot of the stations just started playing it like a couple days ago. Oh yeah. Um, and same thing with you've just been starting to see more Christmas stuff come out. I guess like November 15th would be a good day for me. So I, I just started That's recently and the weather specific. got <laughs> and the weather got colder. But each year I feel like it also changes. Like it depends on my mood and depends on the weather, which I think is a big part of it. Because like one year, at least here, uh, you know, around Villanova, it was like 75 one year for Christmas a few years ago. So uh, definitely interesting, but I think it depends on the weather a lot of it and kind of just my mood. So Starbucks has the Christmas cup, so you're ready to go. When when does Starbucks hit with the Christmas cup? As I have the resident, no idea. I, I feel like you would know. I mean, as the Starbucks expert. On I the would show say, here, tell you the truth. One <laughs> one day I was sitting in in one of my classes and I had the Starbucks cup. Came in and got my coffee from Lancaster Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, wow, that's a Christmas cup. And I didn't even notice it. Like, I, I genuinely didn't even <laughs> notice it. Like, I had little Christmas trees on it, and it was a white cup, and that's usually the, the color of Starbucks cup. So I yeah, just sure. didn't even notice that there were Christmas trees on it. But now this green one, uh, I would probably say maybe a week or two ago. So I'd probably say right after Halloween. Probably the day after Halloween they probably started it, to be honest. So that's when I, I started. And they also started to hang up the Christmas decorations in Starbucks. Yeah. Like the reefs and stuff. So think that 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 might have been when like november 1st maybe like whenever they start their like specialty drinks i know like they have like the sugar cookie one and my friends so good that was a good i never, Outstanding. I never tried it my friends like they <laughs> walk they walked down the day it happened mm-hmm. they walked down there um to the one like in that shopping center and they like all got it they were super excited i mean starbucks has the best specialty drinks outside of the pumpkin spice stuff i i think wow that, I, way bad overrated. take Kurt. Yeah. bad take chris <laughs> no it's just so overrated. so overrated yeah they rid of 3v1 Um, But also, Villanova has put up the Christmas tree, they've put up all the decorations, and I've heard nothing except that it's just way too early and people are a little bit ticked off about it. I don't know how we're feeling what? about that, no. guys. People like people came into my someone came into my finance class and was like, "Oh my god, guys, they put up the wreaths like in the mm-hmm. quad." Yeah. And I think it's super cute. No, yeah. I think it is too. It kind of just like lightens the mood a little. That's what Especially I'm saying. Especially finals week. Oh my god. Like you need that. You need to walk in a con and see the Christmas tree. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it warms the heart. So two things, a Christmas tree lighting at the Riley uh, Ellipse is Friday, December 2nd at 5 p.m. And then there's a holiday market in Night Village, which I'm excited to see as a freshman commuter student, uh, Monday, <laughs> December 12th from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. I like that there's such a wide 
variety of time there though so oh, you don't yeah. have to stay until like you know <laughs> eight nine o'clock and then drive home and deal with the schuylkill that late so definitely uh, that's just a me problem but definitely um check those two events out no they also have cat has a trip to new york i'm not sure specifically what day it is but they have like a christmas trip to new york type thing um if you want to get involved with that i think it's pretty cheap too like, see like that's always been a dream of mine because i'm from the midwest go, so i no i've what? i've been to new york once and i've oh. always wanted to go around christmas go, when did you go, go? like when did you go to oh, new york i went in like the spring month? i think it was like april okay. to look at colleges i'm like this city is horrendous no. why would anybody oh, ever want to live here but i'm like ah maybe i gotta go in christmas so i think christmas. yeah, yeah absolutely go on the trip it's so fun I'm, i have friends running it oh yeah. oh i'm probably gonna have to throw that on the list then you got it uh david want to take us into the twitter poll question of the day so check us out at wxvu on twitter and we are lucky the twitter is still up and running this morning on friday uh (laughs) the morning roll question of the week is what's your favorite holiday so we have four choices christmas thanksgiving halloween and last but certainly not least and the best choice uh, or the best choice, I should I should say, is New Year's Eve that was put on there specifically for You're me. You're insane. I'm hoping that uh, <laughs> that people vote for New Year's Eve, so that's my answer. Yeah, d- I don't know about that one, Chief. We'll New- reveal New- the results at the end. So Yeah, you got it. Uh, we're going to go into a quick break. Stay tuned. This is the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. This is Dina, the advisor at WXVU, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. From the newsroom, this is WXVU's roving correspondent, Ryan Derry, with your Global News Minute. Two people were killed on Tuesday when what the Polish president described as most probably a Russian-made projectile landed in a Polish village. Officially, the U.S. and other NATO states are saying that they cannot confirm whether or not this was a Russian missile. The Polish government has apparently invoked Article 4 of the North Atlantic Treaty, which calls for consultations within the alliance and is substantially less escalatory than invoking the Article 5 provision for collective self-defense. U.S. President Joe Biden and Chinese leader Xi Jinping have met on Tuesday for roughly three hours. The summaries of the meetings released by the two sides afterwards revealed ongoing divisions over key issues like Taiwan, human rights, technology, and trade. The United Nations estimates that the global population crossed the threshold of 8 billion this Tuesday. With this week's Global News Minute, I'm Ryan Derry from the WXVU Newsroom. Villanova University is pleased to announce that Dr. William Newsom is the 52nd recipient of the Mendel Medal. The Mendel Medal is awarded to outstanding scientists whose work advances the cause of science and who have demonstrated that there is no intrinsic conflict between true science and true religion. Dr. Newsom will deliver the 2022 Mendel Medal Lecture, Decision Making, Brain, and Free Will, Friday at 2 p.m. in the Villanova Room inside the Connolly Center. For more information, visit villanova.edu slash mendelmetal. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds today. We'll get up to 42 for a high. Slight chance of a snow shower tonight. We'll see uh, partly cloudy skies overnight, a low down to 25. And a chilly weekend in store. We'll see sunny skies Saturday, a high of 41 degrees. And sunny Sunday, a high of just 34.
And welcome back to the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar. Maggie, let's go to you with our birthdays of the week. Today we'll be wishing a happy birthday to Owen Wilson. Tomorrow, Calvin Klein, Meg Ryan, and Jodie Foster. And on Sunday, President Biden, who will be the Big 80. Bo Derek, Dirk Bentley, and Jared Falwell. Thank you. Should be good. Yeah, no, that was weird. Uh, thank you, Maggie, for our birthdays of the week. Now, making big news in Villanova just last night, breaking on Barstool Nova. I'm I'm gonna breaking say news. I'm not, I'm gonna say breaking, but we I've been here for three years. We've all seen it. It's the bug in the salad, but this time it is huge. A grasshopper, one might say. Yeah, one might say. So I have a few questions. I figured you might. <laughs> yeah, as a freshman, I have, I have many questions. So, these salads are obviously, for anyone who doesn't know, they are pre-packaged. pre-packaged. Yeah, they are pre-packaged mm-hmm. salads. They're so, really good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, actually, I disagree with that. I only had one a couple months ago, and it was very, it, it was not good. It was it was not good. Now, I'm also kind of a picky salad, salad guy, okay. so it has to be, like, the right things in the salad, to be honest. Um, and I'd rather make my own, but I was in the mood for something different, so I got one of the pre-packaged. But I'm just curious... How? Because the grasshopper in the video looked like it was it was, well, moving. Obviously, it was alive. Oh yeah. So I'm just kind of <laughs> curious, like the the whole story. I think we all are curious on the whole background story, uh, and kind of how no one really noticed that it was there. Like even when you did pick up the set, wasn't it one of your friends, Sarah? Yeah, it was one of my friends. I mean, that is just. I mean, I, I know it blends in, obviously, but that is just crazy to me. I think it's because it blends in. Like somebody showed me the picture, and I was confused at first because it like looks exactly the True. color of the leaf, but it's huge. It's huge. It looks like a leaf because it's gigantic. Yeah. yeah. On the top of the plastic. My fear is like I don't think I would have noticed it. Like, no. I think I would have opened and started <laughs> eating. Like, no. like you know what I mean? It just it blends in. Like I don't know. Remember when spit had maggots? I, I was yeah. just going to say, that was my freshman year. It was during COVID, and all of a sudden, I'm getting text messages with pictures of the maggots in the the vegetables at spit. Good thing I do not eat at any maggots? of the dining halls. What? I do eat at Bel Air Terrace, though. So, so Yeah, any time that this, this school... Yeah, I will not be getting salad. Yeah, any time that the school is serving any type of fruit or vegetable, you got to inspect that... Uh, Pretty closely, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, because you never know what's going to be in there, like a vegetable or a maggot or anything like that. I guess that's bringing up the broader question of why is Villanova Dining Services dropping the ball so hard on this? Can they just like like wash, wash their produce? <laughs> it's not, not that hard. I don't think it's that hard. <laughs> well, I don't. So the question that I have, once again, maybe you guys know this or maybe, maybe you don't, but do, like who pre-packages the, the salads like is this like a Villanova dining service thing like is uh, I'm just trying to get some more clarity on that you know what I mean because that just seems like I mean obviously you should be washing the produce yeah, no, I, mean, I, I think they make it yeah. I feel like they make it in the back don't you think I think so but yeah I, I mean those know. things happen like uh, yeah. you know lettuce grows outside produce grows outside like it's expected it's to happen <laughs> but uh, you know the fact that it wasn't noticed before it was pre-packaged is just you know, a little concerning because, like uh, Maggie was talking about, I, I don't know if I would have noticed it. Person, I mean, eventually I would have noticed it, obviously. <laughs> but like when I bought it, I don't know if I would have noticed it. I feel like I feel like I maybe would have felt it moving, like the salad moving. Like I, I don't know, do grass hop- hoppers like 
shake that much in in the in the like this is a weird question i mean i hope so so that i would notice it and i wouldn't eat it yeah put my put my little dressing on it eat my grasshopper i think they sell don't they sell like grasshoppers that you can eat like deep fried grasshoppers i I feel like that's a thing you guys ever had not that i would want to do it but have you ever like eaten a bug oh yeah that there's a uh there's a little town in northern Wisconsin. It's called Eagle River, and there was this little shop there where they sell exotic meats. So they have, like, crocodile meat, um, like, crickets and stuff into candy, and it doesn't taste good by any means, I don't think. I feel yeah. like it's Did more of a challenge. crocodile meat? Um, I don't think I tried the crocodile meat because I, I didn't know how I felt about that. <laughs> what did you try? Um, like the crickets it's and like stuff crickets. that were like in the like lollipops, I guess. I don't know. It was just Isn't weird. Like a delicacy, crickets. It, I think it's considered a delicacy, I but I don't too. know why. It just doesn't. It's not. It good. doesn't taste good at <laughs> all. Um, moving on to our next topic here. I think it's Taylor Swift. What's what's going on with Taylor Swift here, guys? I don't know. I'm not the biggest yeah. Swifty, so are, I don't are know. Are you a Swifty, Maggie? I, I am a Swifty. Oh, tell <laughs> us, tell us, tell us. Did you, were you in the queue? I were wasn't, you waiting? I wasn't, I wasn't. Okay, okay, um, that's better. Because my bank account was not looking like I could afford Taylor Swift tickets right now. Um, but to be completely honest, I, like, don't know the full story. So basically... Yeah, good, bas- good, sir. Basically, so to my knowledge of it, a lot of my friends, like one of my friends waited for seven and a half hours in the queue and then didn't get a ticket. So what Ticketmaster was going to do is there's like a Mm pre-sale and then there's like the regular general public sale. And so everybody applied for pre-sale tickets and Ticketmaster gave out too many pre-sale like tickets kind of and so people were like getting in the queue and they were really far back and then they ended up basically selling out when they told people that like they guaranteed them that they would be able to buy them and then like when people were going and like they would pick their seats and then go to purchase it sometimes the website would crash and then they would go back in the queue as like 43,000 or something like that it was like insane and then so they're trying I think I've been seeing like stuff where they're doing like some sort of lawsuit thing because they say that Ticketmaster is like a monopoly. Yeah, because they merged with StubHub. Oh. Yeah. So. That's wild. It is like a monopoly. They also canceled their general, like their public sale of the tickets. That was supposed to be today, right? I don't know. I think the public sale. I did hear about that though. <laughs> yeah, which they is, don't. It's crazy. They, they're not having that anymore. So it's kind of like a done deal, I guess. And then like people were trying to resell them for like crazy crazy that's the most annoying thing to me is when like people will buy tickets and try to take advantage of other people by selling them for like 200 times the price and just insane they did that with the phillies world series Mm -hmm. and it happens all the time oh yeah it's just like there are people who you know genuinely you know want to you know spend money and go see taylor swift but you know don't want to spend crazy amounts and it's it's just crazy that like her diehard fans Mm -hmm. You know, probably can't can't go to these concerts because the tickets are too much money. Well, because I think you're allowed to buy like six tickets at a time or something like that. So, like, if I went to buy a ticket for just like Maggie and I, then like I could just buy four more and resell them. I guess. Yep. So, yep. We'll see. I don't know. People think that Taylor Swift might like do something about it. I'm not sure. But this is like her first tour since when? Like five out. Like Reputation. Maybe. Like past like four years, two thousand nineteen. It's been a while, so people are like geeking over it. I mean, really, and it's Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And there are so many good tours this upcoming year with so many different artists. Pink is coming to Philadelphia, 
Ed Sheeran, my personal favorite with the mathematics <laughs> tour. Uh, Taylor you're, Swift. There are so you're many. You're joking, right? No, Ed Sheeran is my favorite artist. That's by far. What's your favorite song by him? Um, so I have many, 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 many. <laughs> um, One Life is very good. A lot of his newer songs, which uh, are on his last album, they don't get a whole lot of play anymore, mm-hmm. just because like his you know Shape of You gets a lot of play. But yeah. o- Overpass Graffiti is really good. Um, then you have Shivers, which is which is decent. Uh, some older music from Ed Sheeran I like a lot, too. So Ed is definitely my favorite artist by far. D- David, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, <laughs> but I think you are the first legitimate Ed Sheeran fan I've ever met in my entire I life. I don't know. There's a lot of us. There's, <laughs> I, there's a lot of us. There's like, a lot the, of us. This whole campus is obsessed with Taylor Swift, so I just... Yeah, you, you ask anybody their favorite artist is either Taylor Swift or somebody I don't know. I mean, his songs are just so like that, I'm a big fan of, of artists who put genuine words into songs and have you know meaning to them that are you know positive meaning for the most part. And he has so many different songs for so many different occasions, and that's what I like about his music. So I think that uh, he's a very very excellent artist. So with, I do love Taylor uh, Swift though too. So yeah, everybody loves Taylor Swift. So with the Taylor Swift ticket thing. Is the problem still ongoing? Can people get tickets now? Like what? No, but just not people, at all. Like, like my friend who waited, like they, she's just not getting a ticket. That's the issue. Is that people like there's no solution. Like they're done because now there's no general public sales. So because they, they sold them many, all out, right? They gave too many pre-sale okay. tickets, and people who were in pre-sale didn't even get them. They even, really dropped the ball. They, on did. That. they did. That's wild. Yeah, I. I don't know how you can under-predict that, though. Like, you know so many people are going to want Taylor Swift tickets. I don't know how you can, like, completely drop the ball on that. I saw, like, a statistic that they were supposed to let 1.5 million people onto the site, and they ended up letting, like, 14 million people onto the site. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what I saw. Do you think it has something to do with bots? You know what I mean? Oh, that could be true. That's a really good point. Maybe it does. Like... With it crashing and just like I've never used Ticketmaster. I have, but not for something like this. But like I don't know, realistically, like do do you think they predicted that there would be like a certain amount of like bots, so they like planned for that, but then it got out of hand and now everyone's angry. Well, I don't use Ticketmaster, but I know that in order for you to get these tickets, you had to have some kind of special Ticketmaster pass as a pre-order pass it's called yeah. something which I, I i'm forgetting what it's called right now so that's why i'm not so sure that bots could get on because i feel like you either have had a purchase i don't know what the criteria was but i would imagine it's either purchase from Ticketmaster so much and you know spend so much or you know go to so many taylor swift events or events within the past year or something like something like that so i feel like there had to be a certain criteria to get into this pre-sale like i just don't think anyone could have gotten you know, into they, the pre-sale yeah they had to like i know like a lot of my friends they applied to get into the pre-sale and then obviously most of them got into the pre-sale um but then so i guess like that's a human component that bots couldn't do that's true maybe i also heard if like there was something with like taylor swift's website where like if you're like buying merch and you're using like the same email like the more you spend on taylor it's like the more likely you were to be like higher. Oh, really? In, in the, the queue? Yeah. Oh my god. That was just a theory. I don't know. That is wild. But that's the whole Taylor Swift drama, everybody. We're going to go to a quick break. Stay tuned for more The Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. 
This is Owen Hewitt, host of The Ozone, every Friday at 4 p.m., and you're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. Hey, Villanova. Here's how to thrive 365. If you're looking for a resource for your health and well-being, look no further than thrive365.villanova.edu. From the Office of Health Promotion at Villanova University, Thrive 365 is here to support you with topics like healthy eating, stress management, sleep health, and more. Go to thrive365.villanova.edu, create a free account, browse topics, and start living your best life. There's no one way to achieve well-being. Pick what works best for you at thrive365.villanova.edu. In the know with Nova Nurses, this message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and 89.1 WXVU Villanova Radio. Did you miss your favorite WXVU show? Have no fear, because every single WXVU show is available on demand. You heard that right, every single show. Search WXVU on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and you'll find archives of all of our weekly shows. It's another reason why this truly is the greatest semester in the history of Villanova's V891, The Roar. Looking for the perfect way to spend a weekend? The Philadelphia Cat Extravaganza is coming to the Philadelphia Expo Center on December 17th and 18th. At this family friendly event, you'll have the opportunity to get up close and personal with your favorite breeds, watch an amazing lineup of speakers, and witness an international cat competition. WXVU is giving away two tickets to this event. To enter, download the Radio FX app, favorite WXVU, and click Enter Contest. Good, Good luck. luck! Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds today. We'll get up to 42 for a high. Slight chance of a snow shower tonight. We'll see uh, partly cloudy skies overnight, a low down to 25. And a chilly weekend in store. We'll see sunny skies Saturday, a high of 41 degrees. And sunny Sunday, a high of just 34. And we're back with the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. And let's take it to Dom joining us right yeah. now for the Morning Roar news update. Yeah, a little sub action going on. So, in the news, inflation is getting so bad that it's affecting Santa. In a new poll, half of respondents said that because of rising prices and a weak economy, Santa will be less generous this holiday season. A Wild Hub survey of 400 people in the U.S. found that 40% of people 40% of people are actually foregoing purchasing any gifts this year because of inflation. For those, st- for those still planning to buy presents, many are pretty cranked up for the holiday season, with 47% saying they are starting their shopping earlier this year, and while 28% say they will spend less this year than they did last holiday season, here are some things that survey respondents said they'd actually be willing to pay more for. Peace and quiet. Funny. Faster <laughs> delivery, friendly customer service, and gift wrapping. Um... One more stat, more than one in four of us still have credit card debt from the 2021 holiday season. That is comedic. I believe that. <laughs> that is comedic. Right, like... Peace and quiet's funny. I like that one. That's, I think my dad probably said that. Gift dropping is huge, because it is, it is bad. I'm a bad <laughs> guy. Yeah, I'm a bad guy. I'm, I'm, a bag. Su- I'm surprised I'm that it's only 25% of the people that would pay more for those four things. I mean, yeah. gift dropping... I mean, and gift dropping has become... Because people, people just don't have time for it anymore. No. Like, it's, at the malls, there are all these kiosks that are popping up. so thankless, because it's like, you spend, you know, 
and then you rip it apart to shreds. Yeah, and you give it. Like I would pay for it not because it's quicker, just because I'm horrendous at wrapping gifts. Like I, it looks like a five year old did it, so that that's why I would pay for it, not because of the time thing. I do like being able to pick out the gift wrap, though. Is that just like a me thing? Like, (laughs) what are you throwing on the gift wrap there? To personalize, well. I mean, it depends. Like, my one friend is a big uh, big Phillies fan, so I would throw on... Okay. They have Phillies gift wrap. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I would like to kind of personalize it that way. You know what I mean? Per person. But, yeah. No, I would agree. It's it's not even like... It's, I mean, it is it is kind of a pain to do it. But uh, it's it's more for me, as Chris said. Like, I, I, I do not wrap the presents well <laughs> at, at all. At all. So, I do like the bag idea. The bag, the ba- the bag yeah, idea bag is, is very good. Wrapping paper on top. It works every time. And you can reuse that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in my family, like everybody is so good at wrapping presents. So then, when they're all under the tree and it's Christmas morning, everyone's like, "Yep, those are from Chris." We all nice. know those horrendously wrapped gifts are from Chris. But I'm a little surprised that 40 percent of people are actually foregoing purchasing any gifts this year. That can't be true. I that don't think seems, that's true that seems at crazy. all. That's a little less than half the people. There's no way. There's no. Well, way. you're only Maybe just for some survey, people. For some you're people. only surveying 400 people. Yeah. That True. survey as a stats <laughs> yeah, uh, say, introduction to stats class here. That is not right a now. good survey by any means. <laughs> but sure, Wallet Hub, sure. Interesting. <laughs> That's normal probability. Um, Maggie, let's go to you with the music news of the week. All right. So, well, besides that, Taylor Swift. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, Harry Styles was hit in the eye by a Skittle while performing Kiwi on Monday in Inglewood, California. That's, that's just hilarious. <laughs> and after covering his eye, he seemed to be okay. But on the plus side, Shania Twain still wants to record with him. When asked, she said it would be her dream and magic will happen, I'm sure. I would love to see that collab. I would love to see that collab, but also, are you? Is anybody here Harry Styles? Well, like, hold on. Huge set. Okay. No, not huge, but like I love the guy. Yeah. So what? It's like what, a cult following at this point. I feel like oh, same yeah. thing with like Taylor Swift. It's a cult following. Yeah. But with Harry Styles, I feel like his shows are less about the music and more about silly stuff he does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like yeah. the goofy stuff. Yeah, definitely. I'll go ahead with the skittle. So, yeah, like <laughs> I want to know who's got that perfect aim to hit this man in the eye. With the Skittle. Do you know how insane because that is? even the front row to a concert is still far away from yes. where the performer is. Like, I'm not confident. And Skittles are very small, so they don't have a very no. far range. Well, you have, like, range. buy a bag of Skittles, you have, like, 100 shots to do it, right? Think about it. I mean, but I feel, but are, are you just chucking if you are security, if you, Security will see that. Like, if, you're, if you begin to throw more than one not or two, security's going to be like, okay. Not if you're sly. I'm pretty sly. <laughs> Sidearm? Okay. <laughs> All right. So Pink will perform a tribute to Olivia Newton-John at the American Music American Music Awards on Sunday. Newton-John, a 10-time AMA win- winner, died in August at 73. Pink will also give the first ever live performance of her new single, Never Gonna Not Dance Again. Um, so Newton-John actually passed away from breast cancer, I believe. So that was very sad. Mm-hmm. Grease is, is fantastic. Great. Great movie. Great movie. <laughs> Outstanding movie. That's all I got. That's all I got. Doesn't get better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Does not get better than that. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then Mariah Carey won't be getting anything she wants for Christmas this year. All right. I apologize for that <laughs> intro, bed. It said to play it. I wasn't expecting it to be so outrageous out of the gate. Yeah. But continue. <laughs> but anyways, so her attempt to trademark the phrase, 
Queen of Christmas has been rejected. The U.S. Trademark Trial and Appeal Board denied her attempt to trademark the phrase along with her attempts to lock down the rights to Princess Christmas and Christmas Princess. Carrie applied for these trademarks back in March 2021, but quickly faced backlash, including from singer Darlene Love, who says David Letterman gave her the title 30 years ago. Carrie's um, planned use of the title for things like fragrances, lotions, nail polish, jewelry, and mugs, as well as ornaments, toys, dog clothing, dog clothing, yeah, that's right, masks, lingerie, and sweatshirts. I really like Princess Christmas. I, I think that's creative. Both of those are great, because yeah. she is. She's either the queen of Christmas or the princess of Christmas. I mean, in my Christmas playlist, I know that the classic... All I Want for Christmas is You played while I was running here this morning because I woke <laughs> up too late. But Mariah Carey, she is Christmas. Wait, so, so I, you're a Christmas song guy Yeah, wait, now? so you it's have a early. Christmas playlist it's right too now. too early. I, we went over yeah, this. We I, this. I, yeah, we, 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 yeah, this was early. No, you we were here. No, we you did, but uh, you never <laughs> explained that when, because like when you, so when you have earbuds in oh. walking to class, you're playing, you didn't explain that you're playing Christmas music through your earbuds. Correct. Okay, no, I was just curious. <laughs> I was just curious because like I'll listen to Christmas music on the radio in the car, but I don't think I'll put that you on my earbuds. You don't seek it out. No, I seek it out because I, I put the oh, music yeah, on okay, in my okay. car, yeah, like, okay. intentionally. But okay. just walking to class, like, I either need something that gets me... Not that Christmas music doesn't get you ready to go, but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I'd be walking to class and <laughs> having Mariah Carey and, like, Jingle Bell Rock stuck in my head the entire class. And I just... I don't know it's a bad thing, but I just feel like I won't be able to, to pay attention. All right, what are your thoughts? Michael Bublé or Mariah Carey? <laughs> They're both um, so good for different different yeah, reasons. Yeah. That is the toughest, as the biggest Christmas music fan ever, I'm going to have to go with Michael Bublé. Wait, did you write the poll on the board that no, says Christmas I don't, music? No. Because I, I checked, yes. So before we leave the studio, we should check what, on the what board. What does the poll say? It just says I, Christmas music, yay or nay. It's a yay. And there's it's, a green, uh, a green and red markers over there, and you can uh, you can vote. I don't know who did that. Maybe Sarah did that. Allison? Uh, no, it Nick? was probably Allison. Okay. Yeah. But Michael Buble, like, he has so many Christmas songs. Mariah Carey, I only know her for the one. That's so true. Yeah. I'm a sneaky Justin Bieber Christmas girl. That's awful. No, What is not. that about? What do you mean? Mistletoe is easily the best song. Uh, mistletoe is good. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I love, <laughs> and I'm forgetting who sings it. It's really popular. I'll have to think about it. I know that yeah, that's, very vague. Hint, I know that's very vague. Gives a hint. Gives a hint. That's very vague. You're like not a, describing a, it well. Chief. Um, <laughs> the song no, with, it's like, the, the lyrics. Yeah, it's a younger <laughs> artist. It's a, a female artist. You're, you're really Ariana narrowing Grande. it down here, my man. No, it's not Ariana Grande. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Does she sing a? Yeah, she does Christmas. Probably. A Christmas song, but it's it's a popular. Very. I'll have to look it up and and I'll I'll find it out. Last Christmas. Is that it? No, Ariana it's Grande. it's happy. It's upbeat. It's an upbeat song. I don't know. Are there depressing okay. Christmas songs? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. shoes. Yeah. is a shoes? Wait, quick story. Shoes. <laughs> so when I was a freshman in high school, my history teacher wrote, name your favorite Christmas song. And it was for extra extra credit. Like he was mm -hmm. feeling in a generous mood. So we all wrote a different song. And one of my friends wrote shoes. And the uh, and the history teacher literally took off five points and was like, <laughs> that hilarious. is not a Christmas song. But his song's so um, sad. 
It is very sad. It's a very sad. It's a very. It's a. They don't play it often because it's extremely sad, and that's why the teacher was like, "I, I, that (laughs) can't be your favorite Christmas." No, it doesn't fit the season. No, it's very. It's very sad. It's extremely sad. I'll be home for Christmas. I think is pretty sad too. Growing up, my mom. Do they know it's Christmas? That's oh, I love that song. That is such a good song. That's a good one. I actually I watched that last night. Wait, watch the video. Oh, um, they like they because all like the celebrities came together and. I think. I don't know. Anyways, my mom had this like Josh Groban tape growing up. Who <laughs> believe is so good. It is David so good. Knew it. I, I love that. that. I'm still looking for this song, by the way, and hopefully I'll find it out before uh, before we leave this um, this show today. But that one, I found that album to be kind of sad. Yeah. But, you know? Mm-hmm. The Josh Groban album? Yeah. I don't know. The only song I know in it is Believe It. I love it. It's great. Well, oh, wait. And Pentatonics. Have you ever oh, listened to Pentatonics yeah. Christmas? So, uh, Insanely good. I don't Acapella, know. Acapella like, is so music. bad. But Pentatonics during Christmas it's time. It's so good. So Pentatonics good. all the time is good. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Wait, you don't like Acapella? Yeah, wait. Like my Acapella, though. what? No, 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 no. Here, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I'm not, I'm so not attacking like, the like pitch twenty. Perfect. No, pitch thirty. Perfect. Great 30. movie, but like, what if I'm throwing something on, you know, on the phone, you know, air AirPods in? I'm not listening oh, to yeah. Acapella. I have the song no, by the right? way. What, what, what is it? It's "Underneath the Tree" by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, oh yeah, right. Whoa. You really, you couldn't remember that one? <laughs> I could not. I knew it was. I <laughs> said Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Yeah. I just forgot the name of the song. That song is amazing too. There's a lot of good Christmas songs. A lot of good Christmas songs. I, I think we've spent enough time on uh, the Christmas song topic today. Dom, what's new at the theater this weekend? Ooh, movies. Um, so the menu, a uh, young couple travels to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. <laughs> That's going to be rated R, a comedy horror. Anya Teller-Joy, Nicholas Holt, Ralph uh, Fiends, maybe. Um, and then She Said, another rated R drama history, two New York New York Times uh, reporters break one of the most important stories in a generation, the one that helped launch the Me Too movement and shattered um, decades of silence around the sec- the subject of sexual assault in Hollywood. Did I say that was horror? It's drama history. Um, <laughs> that would be a weird horror movie. Carrie yeah. Mulligan, uh, Ze- Zoe Kazan, Patricia Clarkson. I probably won't be seeing either of those. Won't or will? Will, will not. Oh. I I'm not a movie s- person. So. I want to watch She Said. I think that'd be pretty good. This is the first I'm hearing of both of these movies. So I'm, Same. I'm not gonna lie, I'm <laughs> and probably, I'm just not I'm a movie guy. Oh, no, I'm just not. That's I tragedy. love Christmas movies, but not a movie guy overall. Back on the Christmas, no. topic. Back on Christmas. Break, pulling us right I'm back sorry. in. Sorry, not even Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> um, and last but certainly not least, we're doing a little bit different. We, you know, we usually do the sports preview during the fourth segment, but David Dom. What's happening with Villanova Weekend Sports? Okay, so the women's basketball team is off to an yeah. amazing start. Yes, 4-0. Oh, they were unranked heading into the season. They are now ranked 24th, and they beat Penn last night by 67-41 to 41 was the final score. So they are 4-0, oh, including a big win against Princeton. Their next game is on Sunday at 5 p.m. against Temple, and we need to get some revenge against Temple. So uh, hopefully, uh, I think we'll take care of business. Uh, and then men's basketball, they are at Michigan State tonight. Now, of course, the men's basketball team is 2-1, and one, coming off of a decent win against Delaware State University. And tonight, they'll take on Michigan State at 8 p.m. Now, Michigan State, they did give Gonzaga a good run. Uh, lost by one, two? Lost by one. And yeah. They just beat... Uh, and Gonzaga just lost to, just te- to Texas. So, oh, yeah. how good is Gonzaga? 
We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, WXVU has a special play-by-play coverage tonight at 8 p.m. Uh, by Pat Scanlon, who is lucky enough to be at the game uh, tonight in Michigan State. Uh, and then our football finale tomorrow against Delaware at 1 p.m. Dominic and I will have the call by ourselves yep. uh, tomorrow from Villanova Stadium. Come on out, come on out. there will be a special flyover uh, at 1.02 exactly uh, p.m. Uh, tomorrow. So big rival against Delaware. Villanova will look to end the season on a high note, and a loss for Delaware would most likely mean no playoffs for Delaware. Ooh. So, guys, I have just one question for you, and I'm going to preface it with this. My best friend from high school goes to Michigan State. Okay. We made a bet that I have to post. A bet. Yes, a bet. We mm. that I have to post something on my Instagram story <gasps> praising Michigan State if we lose. What are the chances? Oh, see, I was going to ask. What are the chances? They just beat Kentucky the fourth. I know. I know. I I would I, love for us to win though. I think I have <laughs> yes. a good feeling. I have yeah. a good feeling. I think that the guys got rejuvenated on that flight. They're like, you know what? We're going to snow. It was snowing there last night when they arrived. They had some photos oh, yeah. on, on Instagram. I think they're going to win tonight. I, I really – I have good 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 vibes around them tonight. That's good. So, you, you think I think you're going to be good, Chris. I, I think okay. you're going to be good. But you really think they stepped off that plane in East Lansing, Michigan, and we're like, <laughs> yup. I'm, I'm ready. ready to go. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm ready to do this. I think the underneath the tree, uh, <laughs> believe by Josh Groban, was blasting on the plane. Some Ed Sheeran shivers, and they're like, you know what? We are ready to go. And Kyle Neptune, I mean, his suits have been fantastic. Yeah, have the been way good. he's been yeah. Yeah. fantastic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, the drip is real. Uh, I, I absolutely, very, his very clothing style is absolutely yeah, amazing. Um, so, yeah, I think he was ready to go. Ready to go. I think everybody's ready to go. And oh. I think you're going to be good, Chris. I really do. That's what I like to hear. Thank you guys for our sports update. We're going to go to a quick break. Stay tuned for more The Morning Roar. Hi, this is Sarah, host of Reviving Nova's Beats. You're listening to WXVU 89.1, The Roar. I'm sports director Patrick Scalen, and welcome to your WXVU Sports Minute for the week of November 14th. Villanova basketball had a rough stretch this weekend, losing a road game to Temple on Friday and squeaking out a win versus Delaware State on Monday. They are currently out of the AP Top 25, but look to get back in it with a tough road test at Michigan State this Friday with a special in-game broadcast from WXVU at 8 p.m. In college football news, number four TCU's quest for the playoff continues with a gritty win at Texas. The Pac-12 is also down to one team left eligible for the playoff after Arizona shocked number 12 UCLA and the number 25 Washington Huskies beat number 6 Oregon in Eugene. In FCS news, Villanova football had another rough showing on the road, losing to William & Mary 45-12. They look to win their last game this Saturday at home in the Battle of the Blue rivalry versus Delaware. We may have the game of the year on our hands, folks, in the NFL. The Vikings beat the Bills in Buffalo and one of the craziest endings you'll ever see. Justin Jefferson had 10 receptions for 193 yards a touchdown. The Bills fumbled a kneel to win the game in the end zone, and the Vikings recovered for the score. The Vikings went on to win overtime 33-30. The Bucks also beat the Seahawks in Germany, the Packers beat the Cowboys in overtime, and the Niners beat the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. Perfection no more. Your Philadelphia Eagles are 8-1 after a Monday Night Football loss against the Commanders. They play next week in Indianapolis against the Colts. This has been your WXU Sports Minute for the week of November 14th. You stay classy, Villanova. A Breakfast with Santa will be held December 11th at the Inn at Villanova. Enjoy a hot chocolate bar with all the fixings or select from a full breakfast menu. Tickets are $33 for adults and $25 for children ages 3 to 12. Children age 2 and under enter free. Register for either of the two seatings on Eventbrite. The Inn at Villanova is located at 601 County Line Road. 
Here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds today. We'll get up to 42 for a high. Slight chance of a snow shower tonight. We'll see uh, partly cloudy skies overnight, a low down to 25. And a chilly weekend in store. We'll see sunny skies Saturday, a high of 41 degrees. And sunny Sunday, a high of just 34. And welcome back to the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. And joining us to talk about the intercollegiate Irish Dance Festival happening tomorrow at the Jake Nevin Fieldhouse is Christine Nass, Associate Director for Performing Arts here at Villanova, and Ellen Haggerty, who is a sophomore civil engineering student and spent time at the Richens Tim Academy of Irish Dance in Dublin, Ohio. Thank you both for joining us here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So, Christine, this is the ninth year the Irish Dance Festival is being held at Villanova. Give us a little historical background on how this came to be established here. This was established by one of our now alumni, Rory Beglin, who now runs a national organization that houses all of the Irish dance teams throughout the country. Um, And Rory was a competitive Irish dancer. He danced in Ireland, um, and he had this brainchild of starting a festival and competition here at Villanova. Um, He came to our then uh, assistant director, George Pinchock, who was responsible for dance, and the two of them together launched this festival, which is now, you know, with COVID in the middle, is in its actual ninth year. It's just not nine consecutive years. So we'd probably be on our 11th, I think, or 10th this year, Mm -hmm. and we're just a little bit behind. Got it, yeah. Yeah, for Ellen, um, how long have you been dancing, and what drew to Irish dance specifically? Um, I've been dancing for 14 years now. It doesn't seem like that long, Um, but it was just, I started in kindergarten uh, over St. Patrick's Day. Um, One of the older kids at my school came down and danced for us, and I think it was probably the sparkly dresses that (laughs) drew me in. Um, But yeah, I just kind of kept with it, um, fell in love with the dance and with the sport, and here we are now. Can I have a follow-up question for Ellen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, go for it. Did you think you'd still be dancing at this point in your life? Well, originally, no. Apparently, I wanted to quit after the first year. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I, once I got to high school, I kind of knew I was going to just keep going until I couldn't anymore. Um, it's just, you know, when you've been doing something for so long and you have such a connection with what you're doing and kind of all of the people that you've known for so long. Uh, It's really hard to give it up. (laughs) That's absolutely fantastic story. And so much hard work I know goes into that. I love watching all like the parades, the St. Patrick's Day parade that we have here in Philly that's been a long running parade. So, uh, Christine, what other institutions are involved at the competition uh, here at Villanova this year? We actually have 14, including our own team, um, the Villanova Irish Dance Team. would you like a list? <laughs> so they're coming. Let's do it. Yeah. They're, some are coming from far. The winner for furthest drive is um, Ohio State. Okay. Um, we also have Penn State, a bunch of local schools, including Temple, Westchester, and St. Joe's, um, University of Rochester, University of Pittsburgh, UConn, Loyola, Mel- uh, Loyola Maryland. 
Catholic University of America, Northeastern, and then Iona, Georgetown, and Fordham. So it's a huge undertaking. We have over 200 competitors. Wow. Um, it's a it's a day of, com- <laughs> of competitions. Yeah. The morning is sort of standard. Um, I think what any of us would think of who have seen Irish dance, which are the forehand and eight hand reels. Yeah. So the morning we've got um, forehand and eight hand reels uh, dances, which are traditional Kaylee dances. It's a set dance. Um, so you have a couple to choose from, but everybody's generally doing the same thing. And then there's a treble reel, which is danced individually. You just go down the line. Everybody does 16 bars. Um, And that's kind of a normal thing you would see at a typical dance competition. Um, And then the afternoon is when it gets to be more fun. That's when we have our fun numbers. So basically, uh, schools have a six-minute limit. You can do whatever you want to whatever music you want. It just has to be generally Irish dance-based. So, um, for example, this year we are doing a Mamma Mia-themed dance to a Mamma Mia medley. Um, last year we did a country themed. So that's where it's really exciting to be there and watch um, and where schools get to kind of play around and have a little more creativity. We're also having um, the McDade Car School is a local dance school um, and we're having them perform in between fun numbers and the awards. And that's always a treat um, just to see some of the younger dancers like five six seven years old it's kind of a full circle moment when you see the older college dancers kind of on their way out um and then get to see the little kids right after that all right so a question for either of you how is irish dancing different from other forms of dance (laughs) um i mean obviously the big thing is we don't use our arms (laughs) um it's it's a very niche thing um, usually when people say dance, I think like ballet, contemporary, maybe tap. Um, so p- a lot of, I feel like there's maybe a little more explanation um, when you tell people you're an Irish dancer. Um, I personally find it very fun because there are two shoes that we wear. So it's not like if you're doing ballet, that's the shoes you wear, that's the style. You know, we get to wear soft shoes, which are just basically a leather slipper. And like those dances are much more um, kind of balletic and then you also have hard shoes which have a fiberglass tip and heel um, and that's much more like tap so I feel like it's maybe a little bit more um, versatile than some other dance forms um, definitely more niche um, Christine as associate director of performing arts are there other events you're involved with in the lead-up to Christmas that we should know about outside of the Irish Dance Festival Sure. Um, <laughs> the jazz band is going to have a really fun night of Christmas tunes on on December 30th. I'm already getting ahead of myself saying January. Um, <laughs> just, uh, November 30th. I knew there was something that it made it not December. Um, December 30th in Bel Air at 7 p.m. is the jazz band with some vocalists, and they're going to play some pop tunes with Jazzy Twist. Oh. Um, the dance company and ensemble is actually performing on the weekend of December 3rd and 4th. Uh, actually, their performance changed to Friday night the 2nd because of the game on the 3rd. Um, so the 2nd is dance company and ensemble and tap dance on the Mullen stage. Um, the following weekend are our big musical 
Christmas concerts. Um, the 10th is Handel's Messiah, which is something we pull out once every four years. We have a professional orchestra with student soloists and the combined choirs. That's at 2 p.m. at Mullen on Saturday the 10th. And on the 11th is the band and chamber strings Christmas concert, uh, also on the Mullen stage. So if you haven't seen a big production at Mullen yet that's musical, These are this is a great opportunity to go see a nice thing with the shell in it's beautiful it's a beautiful setting for um classical music for sure um there's one other oh the christmas tree lighting we are involved in the christmas tree lighting which was just announced yesterday i Mm -hmm. think which is december 2nd out at the riley ellipse at 5 p.m so that's a fun night with some singing and and uh some opportunities to for fellowship and Hot cocoa, I think, is planned. Sounds awesome. A whole lot to look forward to there. Yeah, just to wrap up, my last question is, if a listener wanted to purchase tickets to see the Irish Dance Festival tomorrow, what is the best way to do so? Um, Well, we have a special running for Villanova students and all of the Villanova community. So anybody who works here or goes to school here can get $5 tickets before 5 p.m. tonight. So after 5 p.m., they, go, they bounce to regular price. Uh, you can find the link to that at the Instagram for the Irish Dance team, which is at VU Irish Dance, at VU Irish Dance. And um, also on our website, you can find all the details in the whole listing, which is villanova.edu slash arts. It's the very first link at the top. So you can buy tickets either way. Awesome. Make sure you guys get your tickets. Doors open bright and early at 9.30 a.m. at the Jake Nevin Fieldhouse. Tickets for Villanova students are $5 and $20 for adults and $10 for children 18 and under. You got it. Thank you both for joining us today. We really appreciate it, and good luck on everything that is happening this weekend. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. That was Christine Nass and Ellen Haggerty of the intercollegiate irish dance festival this weekend david just to wrap up the show here what happened with our twitter poll okay hold on i'm getting it together here all right so get it together david come on here. this is a this is a fantastic poll question uh so the poll question just to recap check us out on twitter at wxvu was what's your favorite holiday and four choices were christmas thanksgiving new year's eve and halloween halloween got zero percent of the vote which i'm, I'm not surprised at all you, I'm very surprised that it didn't get <laughs> any votes. Uh, but Christmas and New Year's Eve, the absolute best holiday, uh, tied for 40% and Thanksgiving received 20% of the vote. But what Sarah was saying before she uh, left and had to go to class was that I do agree. Christmas and New Year's for me is kind of like a week, and both of them together are like the, the, the best week, the best holiday. But New Year's Eve like, on its agree own with that. Is, is fantastic. I gotcha. Thank you, David, for that. And to end our show, it's time for the deep thought of the week. When we give cheerfully and accept gratefully, everyone is blessed. This is the best season for giving back. Thank you for joining us right here on The Morning Roar. Make sure to join us, not next week because we're all going to be on break, but the week after, Fridays at 8 a.m. for more The Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar. Have a great weekend, everybody.